it's not a full house, says Frank, of this Portland wrestling episode from the 22nd of May, 1982. Not a full house. All right, you don't need to tell us that. I mean, the crowd are really quite up for it. So you could have said, it's pretty near a full house. You need to say it's not, not a full house. Don't, don't start with the, with the downbeat stuff. Start, start with something that's got a great card for you tonight. The crowd are really interested. They're really keen to see these, to see these wrestlers. It's not a full house. Mind you, he does blame it on the weather, I think. He will later, later on say that he's been shaking off a cold and uh, so has the weatherman. Yeah, anyway, this is, um, this is a, a promotion in transition a little because last week we saw the, um, the 10th of May, 82. So this is a little bit further on. And last time it was Ric Flair there, Ric Flair there, and Buddy Rose, who of course has been in Portland wrestling for six years, the main heel really with his army stable, said that if he couldn't win the NWA title, he would quit the area. And he's gone. You don't get too excited, he's going to be back. Now, they have to get him back some way because really, without him, it's not the same promotion, to be honest. And um, he says it wasn't a loser-leave town match. And the management have agreed with that. And um, apparently he'll be back next week. So I don't know. I just don't know, really. It's, um, it's as if they're saying, well, we need him back. So how are we going to do that? Well, uh, let's just say that it's not a loser-leave town match. And so... But he did say he would leave town. Yeah, well, we can just say it's not a loser. Yeah, but he did say... Yeah, I know that. But, you know, let's just... Just just say it's not that kind of match so he can come back. And he wants to come back. Because apparently there's some kind of Rose event or something like that. Or, a, I don't know, a, something, something in the city. I don't know. And he thinks it's for him. So he's coming back. I, for one, am quite pleased... But there's somebody who isn't best pleased, and we'll find out later on. Now, it's not who you might expect. Let's go to the first match, though, which is Hack Sawyer versus Matt Bourne. Now, Hack Sawyer, last time I saw this, a couple of weeks ago in 1982, he was the champion. And now he's not. And that champion appears to be... I think it's Rip Oliver. They don't really mention it. I mean, they don't mention who the heavyweight champion is. I know Rip, Rip Oliver and um, Matt Bourne are tag team champs, and later on they will talk about how they 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 you know they're great a great tag team, and they've got a problem with another tag team who we'll meet later on. But I don't know who the champion is, and I can't be bothered to look it up. That's the main thing. Can't be bothered. And I'm lazy, 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 lazy. I suppose if I was so lazy, I wouldn't be doing this, would I? But this counts towards my community service, my parole, you know. Anyway, not really. There's um, there's a handshake 
Between Sawyer and Bourne, what? What you, a, a Matt Bourne handshake? Never expected that. And Hack really bests Bourne to begin with. Bourne's, um, well, it's kind of, he kind of played, plays the game, you know, in and out, all that kind of stuff. It doesn't break cleanly. He throws Hack Sawyer out. Sack Hoyer? Sack Hoyer, yes. <laughs> Sack of Hoyer. Hack Sawyer puts on a very poor body scissors and, um, Oh, it's, it's, it's Bourne with the body says, I think. Or is it Sawyer? Anyway, he lifts Bourne up and the crowd scream at that. They don't half like Hack or Sack, if you like. They're screaming at him just lifting up Bourne. They then spill to the outside. Both fight. Um, it's, a, it's an extraordinary moment where Hack Sawyer, or, or Sack Hoyer, just gets off his feet. He jumps into a forearm. There's a double count out. Oh, a double count out? Come on. Crowd don't seem to care. And why would they when we've got Road City Speedway with Frank and when you've got Dutch Savage, who's telling us about the matches, which which Frank has just told us about. He's told us about the set. Says goodbye to his, to his missus. Then he says goodnight to all my friends who came over on Friday night. What? It's not, it's not a, it's not a person. You can't say, and to everybody who knows me, remember you used to have that, who do you want to say hello to? Everybody who knows me. So, um, why do they have him on? I don't know. Anyway, the women are coming. Women wrestlers are coming. Only for two weeks. It's a limited edition. Yeah, you need to get in there quickly. And here's Dr. D, Dave Schultz, who of course is most famous for putting a hurt on that reporter and getting sacked by the WWF, if I remember rightly. And he's facing Chris Adams before he became the gentleman. Apparently a very nice boy from England, Frank tells, tells us. And he's got um, a kick, which I think he calls a judo kick, does Frank. It's not, it's not been named yet. It's a super kick. Chris Adams might well have been the progenitor of it. Progenitor, yes. And um, the crowd are screaming for Adams. While they're screaming, Frank asks if anybody who's a fan who watches this show might have any room on their land to allow him to go there with his son and shoot. Shoot varmint, shoot cans. Why can't he do it on his own property? Maybe it's a small property. He's asking people if he can go over to their house and shoot his guns. Anyway, back in the ring, thank goodness, we've got Adams who has the English heavyweight title, apparently. What is that title? I wasn't aware of that title. I was watching English wrestling in the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Is it that title? Maybe it is, I don't know. I don't think he ever, maybe he did have it. Anyway, Dave Schultz messes with him early on, Dr. D, and then there's the, um, we're going to see the judo kick later on, which it's 1982, remember? Frank calls the Falkland Island footwork. Because, of course, we've had a small incursion or excursion even with the Falkland Islands at this time, haven't we? So, you know, it's, it's quite fun what he's done there. I can see what he's done. 
there's a counter hit toss from Chris Adams. Dr. D's not very happy. And then um, we've got Irene Doll on the front row. She's the consulting ref. And also, as if that wasn't enough, Frank tells us she bakes fine banana nut bread. Right, she's a consulting referee. Don't do the fine banana nut bread thing. She's supposed to have some kind of gravitas as a consulting ref. Leave the banana nut bread out of it, Frank. Anyway, we've got an elbow from Schultz to the top of Adam's head. That must have hurt. And then a super kick, or the karate kick, or the Falkland Island footwork from um, Adams in the corner. A slam, a leg drop. And Frank explains the count very well. Why it has to restart and why it can be broken. Yeah, he, he tells us in a very good... I like that. He's giving us a bit more colour, you know. Again, the super kick. Schultz really sells this. Inzaguri. I don't know if, I, if, if people have ever seen that before. It might be the first time. It's incredible the way that the crowd react to it. It's gr Frank reacts to it. It's great. It's, I don't think they've ever seen that before. Then you've got Adams missing a dive from the top. And there's a tree of woe. And um, Dave Schultz gets some kicks in, shoves Sandy Barr, the ref, and gets DQ'd. So we've had a DQ count out, double, and a DQ for the second match. Now, you're not going to get that in the third match because it's best of three falls, isn't it? But, well, I don't... I don't know, the crowd seemed not to mind. I wanted to see this match a bit longer. Two big talents here. One in full flow of his career and one at the beginning of his career. But no, a DQ. Anyway, let's get to your main event, which is Sack Hoyer and Tommy Rogers, who've never tagged together. So Hacksaw is pulling double duty here. Maybe they didn't have very many wrestlers here this week. Versus Mike Miller, who I've not seen before, and Dizzy Hogan, who we have. Rose is back next Sunday, apparently. And um, Don Owen, the promoter, who's doing the um, the announcing in his houndstooth check jacket, sport coat and slacks, calls this a relay match. Not a tag team match, a relay match. Interesting. Early on, we've got a muscled-up slam from Sawyer to Hogan. Rogers cinches in a wrist lock on the dizzy one. Quick tag. So he's, um, he kind of, he's, he's, he doesn't know the other fella's in. He gets out of it, walks straight into a Hacksawyer headlock. He's, I'm out of it. Oh, damn. Hogan then gets an arm bar. He works it. Then there's a malfunction at the junction where he hits Miller. They make amends. And then Miller gets back on the, on the apron and hits Dizzy Hogan by mistake. It's funny, you know, funny. Apparently, Hennig and the champ, Rip Oliver, will be fighting later on. We won't get to see it. They've announced it. We won't get to see it. You have to tune in tomorrow when Frank, Frank Bonema, the commentator, who I happen to like his work very much, find it funny as well, will be rounding it all up for you, but you won't see it tonight. No. Okay, so... Back in the ring, we have a nice high drop kick from Tommy Rogers, who, of course, was in the Fantastics. He had a good career, you know, uh, in wrestling. You've got a Sawyer um, cranking on the leg. He's kicking it. He crosses the he crosses the legs over, 
and he's got his back to, I think it's Hogan. So he crosses the legs over, he's got his legs inside those legs, and he doesn't even bridge back. He just kind of leans back slightly. And, I mean, Frank's telling us it's a devastating move. It doesn't look like a devastating move. It looks like he's just leaning back ever so slightly. Oh, my back's hurting. Like he's stretching his back out. Bit weird. Miller touches the ropes. Sandy Barr says, that's not enough. What do you want? For him to caress the ropes lovingly? What? 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 It's He's touched the ropes, Sandy. It's not enough. But, but it, it's a... One, two, three, it's a pin. Not enough, I want ten. Okay. Then there's a Hogan body slam throw. Gets his shin across the throat, I like that. Whilst he poses. I like that even more. But falls to a double. Sawyer and Rogers drop kick for the pin. That's one nil. Here come Rip Oliver and Matt. The tag champs telling us how good they are. They don't like Sawyer. They don't like Rogers. They're a new tag team. Also, Rip Oliver, who is, of course is the champ saying he doesn't really care whether Rose comes back or not. <gasps> this is it. As soon as you leave, they get the chance to take over. That's why he's coming back. He'll have to segue himself and inveigle himself. Inveigle. You can look that word up. Back into his own team. Back into his own stable. Back in the ring. We've got a Hogan hammer, which is a big clothesline. He poses. It's a massive power slam. It was good, you know. For the pin, that's one all. And Frank's there telling us he wants to shoot some varmints. He's after a bit of land again. If anybody's watching and, the, and he's okay to come over with his boy and shoot varmints and shoot cans, he's asking to go to people's properties to do that. Back in the ring, nasty Hogan backbreaker, a bear hug worked by Hogan and Sawyer. Then Miller does it. It goes on slightly too long, then it carries on, and there's a Hogan bear hug. Crowd are really into this, and I'm not quite sure why. I, I, I'm certainly not. How do you hard to keep my eyes open? Yeah. In fact, hat goes to the eyes, and I'm delighted. Now, Rogers then gets the first press, which Frank doesn't seem to know what it is. For the pin, maybe that's something they've not seen before. It's kind of a, he calls it a low, low body block or something like that. It's a, it's a first press, Frank. Luthes was doing it decades ago. Anyway, they got the pin. They got the win. It's 2-1. Double teaming. Hogan and, and Miller are unhappy. And uh, according to Frank, the opponent got away with it. Well, that's the way it is. Yes. None of this good, good guy, bad guy stuff. The opponent got away with it. It wasn't great. It's a better main event when you've got someone like Buddy Rose in there, agitating. Hack Sawyer has not got the best charisma. Dizzy Hogan's having a go. But Tommy Rogers was a bit faceless, and so was Mike Miller. It weren't good. And it's not even good when you've got Tommy and Hack on the interviews. All they say is, we want the belts. Yeah, we know that. Don't need to tell us that. Why tell us about that banana nut bread? Apparently it's some of the finest around. And that was your Portland Wrestling for the 22nd of the 5th, 1982. If you've got a bit of acre, acre ridge, you might want to get in contact. Frank can come round and shoot some varmints on your land. 
and maybe keep trespassers away, who knows? In the meantime, I can't wait for Buddy Rose to come back because he's the only thing that can save this show now. Ta-ta.